What is up? I am Miguel Antonio, and this is the Live and Create Podcast. It's where I interview artists and entrepreneurs about what it means to live a great life and create great things. On this episode, we have Keelan Donovan. He's a touring artist and singer-songwriter signed to the record label Big Yellow Dog. He most recently was nominated for the CMT Music Award for Best Quarantine Video of the Year. He has toured all over the place, 600 shows in 48 different states, four different countries, alongside people like the All-American Rejects and Ben Rector and so much more. And he, he has also found his music featured on the ABC show Nashville. <laughs> and, and really, if you just go check out everything else he's doing, it, he's got music everywhere, doing some killer stuff. We talk about the ideas of embracing your own decisions, having grace with the outcomes. We talk about the word sonder and how it's such a powerful word for those who are trying to create music and create art. Uh, for for the masses. We also dive into a little bit of what it's like to raise kids in the midst of the music industry, and he leaves us with this powerful thought of simply having enough joy that it outlives you. Hope you guys enjoy. The Live and Create Podcast. Yeah, man, let's... uh, You feeling good? Yeah. Awesome, let's dive in. So I... Man, I am hoping to dive into a whole bunch of stuff. We got about an hour. Uh, so many things we can talk to about, like different awards you got like nominated for, the shows <laughs> that your musics have been on, uh, all these cool things. Uh, I hope to dive into some stuff about uh, just being in the music world, but having a family uh, as you're yeah. married, have a kid, another kid on the way. But the first thing we got to talk about, man, we got to talk about where in the hell do you buy your shirts at for merch? Because I bought yeah. this from you like five years ago and yeah. I wear the damn thing. Like Dude, I'm not, I'm not joking. Sta- like every that week, looks, it looks brand new. It really is, man. Other than like some pit stains probably from like going to the gym, like yesterday I did, but, but you're not kidding. I, I see you post, <laughs> I see you post videos in that shirt all the time. I'm like, oh, he's still, he's still, it, it looks so great. Yeah. <laughs> and it's comfy. I'm sure. Right. Still. Yeah. Oh, super comfortable. But I, I am curious yeah. like, where, because almost in, every band shirt I've ever bought, they just fall apart after about yeah. you know, a few months. That's impressive in, stuff. <laughs> thank you. I didn't do anything. I just bought them. Um, <laughs> there, there's a place in Nashville called Friendly Arctic, I think it's called. Okay. Uh, yeah, fr- Friendly Arctic. Yeah, it's in Nashville, and they there's a local t-shirt store, and I just buy the, I guess, the higher quality shirts. I think that's American Apparel or something. You're like, what's the shirt that will last for at least five years? That's the kind of well, shirt on, I want. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Well, on stage, I, I would always say they're the most comfortable shirt you'll ever wear. And they really, I wear them all the time. I wear my shirts all the time because they're just so, I don't know, they're comfy. They're snug. You're like, I don't care if you're going to judge me for wearing my own shirt. I'm wearing it. It's I nice. Don't, I don't. I don't. I bought them. <laughs> <laughs> like, I earned that shit, man. Yeah, so, right. So we originally met, um, I think we opened for you as you were coming through town. And, oh, I opened for you, man. Uh, well, one of those things happened yeah. in there, <laughs> but but it's been a minute, and it's been a it's been incredible just to see how your career has grown. And now, if I understand it right, any any terminology as I dive into, feel free to correct me. But so you have a publishing deal now, right? Is yep. that correct? With yep. it's big big yellow dog, big yellow dog music. Yeah. Uh, now, how long have you been doing that? Uh, I have with been that? there. Yeah, I've been at Big Yellow Dog since 2016, May of 2016. Uh, so that's I'm on my fifth year here. Right on at Big Yellow Dog. 
Now, just for a lot of the artists that might be listening, like what were some of the things that led you that kind of opened up the door for that? What are some (laughs) steps that you felt like you took to help that come about? Well, I think that the, the key thing that I did was just tour. I, I, and it sounds counterproductive, but I, I toured and I, and I, um, I, I booked as many shows as I could and, I feel like it was my intention and my goal to prove to everyone in Nashville, prove to to publishers or labels or whatever, that this, this kid's going to make it with or without us. And I want, I want, we want to be a part of that. You know, I love we that. want, we want to, we want to do that. And uh, so, yeah, I, I, I toured and then I, I was playing a show in Nashville and I think that, um, or I know that there was an intern from Big Yellow Dog uh, selling my CDs in the back of the show and uh, she I, she took one and, and gave it to the, the publisher and um, they signed me there. They, they, you know, we started writing, I started writing with their writers and then I got signed to, to them and, and uh, I don't know, it's, it's, it's a great company. It's, it's been a, a real blessing. I really feel like I lucked out, you know, uh, that's just such a stupid Nashville story, you know, like an intern <laughs> was like selling my CDs, you know, I, it's, I lucked out for sure. And, but I and, love uh, what you said in the beginning though, is like, you wanted to do it in such a way that you didn't even need them. You wanted to create like your own, I hear you saying like, you want to create your own brand, uh, whether or not they were going to sign you or not. Is that for sure? That for sure. Felt? Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was, you know, young, hungry and, and uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't see any reason why I couldn't, you know, I don't know. Now I remember we were talking, uh, I think uh, we were having coffee right before or right after you got signed and you started writing and you mm. were explaining like a typical day. I imagine your days are a little different now <laughs> uh, with yeah. COVID, but but where you guys, if I remember right, you guys were going in like in the morning and by the end of the day, you have a fully produced track. Like you started out with yeah. nothing, kicking out a fully produced track. Is that what life was like uh, consistently for you once you got signed? Yeah, it, I mean, uh, going in and, and writing with producers, Nashville has become such a machine, you know, like where the the... the if you're not doing that in, in Nashville and you're, you're trying to get cuts and you're trying to get songs on, on whatever TV shows and, and trying to release music of your own, I, I feel like if you're not doing that and you're in Nashville, um, it's, I don't know. It's you're, you're not, I don't know. I, I you're it's not, not going to happen. For <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, it, it very well could, you know, there's so many different outlets now, but, but, uh, and I think that the industries in Nashville at least is, is starting to sh- maybe shift away from that, but it's, it's, it's just this machine of, 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 uh, of, of writers that, that, you know, we, we go in and you write. And then by the end of the day, like you said, you, you get a fully produced track and um, um, yeah. I think I that, know. that creates a, in, in my mind, it created like a great challenge of like, Oh, your songwriting can look way different. If you really apply yourself, really put yourself uh, in, in, in a different environment. And for sure, when you, when you started, cause I know you had been writing, releasing stuff on your own before this happened. Uh, what, what had to change for you? What were some new tools that you had to pick up to, to go from solo touring artist who's writing his own material to now doing co-writes and, and doing this new Nashville machine kind of vibe? 
Yeah, I uh, I, th- I think that the biggest change that I had to do was uh, I had to learn how to write songs that weren't just about me, you know. And and uh, although those songs are are some of my favorite favorite songs that I've ever written, the the ones that very extremely personal, saying I and 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 telling my story and 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 you know about things that happened in my life, I, turning that into something more global, where I'm writing with. Miguel today, you know, and, and he has a different perspective. His, his movie of his life is completely different than mine. And so is everyone else that's listening to this music. So whereas some people could relate with songs that are very personal to me, I think I had to learn that globally you you need to be a little bit more like, I I, I guess vague in your songwriting or, or I I guess a little bit more, not, not vague, but, but I think like um, universal. In a sense, yeah, like, universal is the word I'm looking for. Yeah, because I I feel like there's ways to find specific specificity. Is I'm not saying that right, but to be specific, yeah. yet at the same right. time make it universal. If that makes any right. sense, right? For but, sure. Like you can say you can say I was in a car and I took a right. You know, right. Uh, but if you say I was in my you know my my Jeep Grand Cherokee or whatever, you know what I mean, and 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 say right. I took a right past past the barber sh- uh, you know, David's barbershop or something. You know what I mean? Like if you put that into a song, that's what I was doing where I had to learn how to, uh, I don't know. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, to, it, uh, to, it, it reminds me of uh, what's the songs like driver's license or something right now. Who's the girl who yeah. dropped that. And yeah, it's it, great. There's so you, you said like the movie that you're working with the, the person's movie of their life. And, and I felt like I got a glimpse of the movie of her life. But yeah, it was done right. in this way that I, even though I'm not even, I didn't grow up as a teenage girl, I even found myself in that same story of remembering what it was like to get my driver's license. So it it, it did have a specific scenario, but seemed to open up to where so many people can connect with it. And obviously they are because, I mean, that song is just blowing up everywhere right now. So, yeah, I, I think that that's what I had to learn how to do. And I, I don't know if I've, you know. I do it every time I write a song. I, I, it's, it's so, it's a hard thing to do to, to be able to reach that many people with in three and a half minutes, you know? Right. I, 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 I don't know. It's so it's, 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 it's a challenge, but it's, it's really exciting. If I find it, uh, I don't know, to be able to try and do that every day, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's an exciting thing to do. Now I know you were bouncing back and forth uh, from Texas to Nashville kind of live in both worlds. Um, but now 2020 hit us. We're in 2021 now. How has the pandemic changed the way that you guys are working there, uh, doing your songwriting? Yeah, I, uh, I, so, so I, I, the trips to Nashville have, have kind of been put on pause. Um, but thanks to zoom, I'm now writing with more people i'm writing with you know people uh, artists and 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 songwriters in you know london and and uh, stockholm and and or you know la or, or nashville you know it's it's awesome. it's kind of op- it's opened up this uh this this door that wasn't there you know what i mean that yeah. beforehand or maybe it was there but no one knew no no one knew it was this little secret gem you know and the, it's gotten so much better <laughs> this this zoom thing you know it's it's just it's only going to get better for songwriters you know that mean sharing audio with each other and and um 
So I think the, the question was, how has the pandemic changed? Yeah, changed the songwriting, is that right? the songwriting approach that you're doing uh, as a collective with other people. Yeah, uh, I um, the songs feel different. The songs feel, mm-hmm. especially at the beginning of, of lockdown, I think like, there's so many people we're writing about, you know, um, just getting back together with people, you know, getting, and, and, uh, that was something, you know, that, that, that I don't, um, I don't think would I mean, definitely wouldn't have happened had, had, had this right. pandemic not have happened. Cause but, everyone's uh, hanging out with each other. There's not, not this longing where like, I look forward to just going and having whiskey at a bar and not having a mask on and being able to chill and watch live can you, music. Like I, I, I can't, I can't imagine doing that. I can't imagine. Like yeah. that sounds amazing to give you a <laughs> hug or, or right. to like just shake your hand and not have to like step back or something. You know what I mean? To like feel yeah, that. Like today at the to, gym, someone went to give me a fist bump and I was like, yeah, God, it's still, still so weird. <laughs> How strange it's, it's like, I don't know. So, so bizarre. Um, but I, I also have to say that, that, we had our baby and then immediately we had, we went on paternity leave and then immediately went to lockdown. So I, I feel like my songwriting and my job has changed both because of the pandemic and because we had the kid right around COVID and, right. and uh, we had, we had Roman um, right around, right around when, when COVID hit and uh, it's forced me to be in this room and learn how to record myself and, um, how to, how to, you know, play piano better and, and, and get, get better with whatever, you know, effects and stuff and, and, uh, and gear and which I never, I don't think I would have, I don't think I've ever would have done that had I just kept the grind of going back to Nashville, going on the road. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. That makes Where before you can kind of lean into, well, there's a producer here, there's an engineer here. They, they got it. I'll just do my artist thing. Right. And I also, I also think that, that the pandemic coupled with my son, um, has lit this new fire in me to where it's like, geez, I better, I got to get some stuff going now. I got to really got, I can't, like, yes, I I will take that extra, right. Let's do all of it. Let's do them all. (laughs) Yeah. So I, I, well, not 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 as much like you know quantity of, of my of rights. It's it's more quality. Every every right, everything I do um, during the day is intentional. I think now um, yeah. that that we're all in this mess, not parenthood, the pandemic, <laughs> <laughs> the mess of parenthood. <laughs> it is a well, mess. I remember thinking how scary it would be. Like as the as it started leading up to the lockdown, you could tell things were changing. Uh, yeah. And then the lockdown hit, and I, w- I remember thinking how scary it would be if one of our kids were were younger, or if Jenny was still pregnant with one mm. of them. And mm-hmm. was that was that like a huge worry uh, for you during that season? The, the that our that my son would get sick, or well, that, whether like, him being sick or just needing to go into hospital, or debating whether sh- should we go in for a checkup, should we go in for these kind of things. Sorry, I'm confused by by the question. (laughs) It's all right. I don't know why I'm confused by this. It's all right. I'm probably just not not speaking good. But like, (laughs) for for you, was it was there kind of this cloud of like fear uh, 
going into lockdown yeah. and have because was Roman born already or was Rachel still yeah born? yeah okay but but yes yeah so she was she was born or she was born Roman was born and and um in November of 19 mm. and uh then I think we went on uh, paternity leave or maternity leave and and uh for she had 12 weeks of it um, and I just took that 12 weeks and then um she went back to work I went back to work for maybe two weeks and then we all got locked down and then at that point right. we're locked down we're not doing anything we're not we're not going out really we're, we're um we were smart I think we, we but but yes it was terrifying it was it was yeah you know just just the same as anyone else I feel like you know definitely what what are some other ways because you you mentioned this idea of now you want the quality of your music to really just like and and leveraging your time better right as being a yeah. new father what are some other things you feel like stepping into fatherhood has changed for you as an artist or just as a person i have um i i've really leaned into my faith i think in the past year i, I feel um, like i i've uh i you know i grew up catholic i grew up um you know, I went to Catholic school my entire life. I went from kindergarten to senior year of high school, Catholic schooling. And, and, um, then I went to college at the university of Maine and, and, uh, and then I transferred to a Christian college. Um, so it's, it's been a huge part of my life. Um, right. and I think when I graduated from college, I, um, I, you know, I kind of lost myself uh, in, in that sense a bit, you know, um, um, but it's, it's, it's just an hour of meditation for me now. I, you know, I, I, mm. I, 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 I do it every morning. I try and try and just wake up and, and, and do my thing. And, and, um, um, do you feel like for you, is just, it more of a centering yeah, practice yeah, like prayer it, and meditation? Yeah. I think that, that those two things coupled together, um, if I don't do it, I, I, feel anxious or angry I get frustrated easily I, I um you know because I just I feel like I'm missing I'm missing out on something that I that I really enjoy you know um and what was it about like fatherhood that that opened that that door for you just because you you decided you wanted to be become more of a centered person or was it something else I think my perspective on a lot of things changed. I, I think that, that, that having a kid, you know, past year, I've, I've, I've really, I don't want to get dark, but you know, it's, it's, I, I've, I really have put the question in my mind, like, what is the point of all of this? What are we doing? What, what are, what am I doing on this ball spinning around a, right. a big fireball? Like, what, am, what am I doing? And, and, um, I don't know, man, I, so was it the beginning of, and I feel like I can relate to you and because I, I feel like sometimes I dip almost into like complete nihilism as I reflect on the world and, and what's going on, <laughs> like yeah, even in myself, yeah, um, yeah. was it getting to that place and then you decided I want to search for something that brings meaning to you or, or was it that dark place that the meaning you discovered 
if that even makes sense. I don't know if that question even makes sense, but <laughs> I, I think it's, I think it was a lot, a lot of fear based. I, I think uh, that, that, that it's, it's, um, it was, it's a scary time and, and, um, having a kid, I think like just heightened that fear for, for, uh, you know, I'm not walking around scared, but, but I, um, it's just all of a sudden, yeah, I gotta be an adult. I gotta grow up fast here. You know, I'm, I, I can't, you know, I can't like, Oh shit. Everyone's looking at me. I need to, I need to do something. We need to do something yeah. here. Yeah. I, I, um, <laughs> So I'm not answering this question right, but I, I think that 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 having having the kid um, and and the pandemic coupled together just changed just my outlook on on like what's important, you know. What's right. yes, I still want to win a Grammy, and and yeah, I still want to you know um, have all these I have these goals that I that I want to that I want to achieve and stuff, but. Um, what am I, what am I, you know, what am I leaving behind or what am I teaching my kid or what am I, um, doing for the world? You know, um, yeah. with, a tro- with a trophy on it, on a desk, I, I, I think that there's so much more to life and more to, to my job and, and, and what I can offer, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so do you remember the the movie Elizabethtown? I never like saw it. Su- so super old movie. I had never seen it till a few years back. Uh, Jenny, my wife for listeners, <laughs> but uh, yeah. she she's like, this is my favorite movie. I can't believe you haven't seen this. We need to watch this. And so uh, we watch it. She falls asleep and it ends at like two in the morning. And it like, spoiler alert, it ends with like the funeral of this guy's dad. This guy's dad. The son is, uh, what's his name? Like Orlando Bloom. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. Anyways, he's speaking at his dad's funeral and okay. it just messed me up because, you know, as I was sharing with you, I have four boys and mm-hmm. it it's like two in the morning or one, two in the morning and the movie ends. And I start thinking like, what, are, what are my boys going to say when I die? Yeah. What are they going to yeah. say about me? Yeah. And then yes. what do I leave behind? And I, I realized like for me, one of the biggest things I felt like I could leave behind are my songs and what they would inspire mm-hmm. the world that they, yep. that hopefully I, I inspire a good thing <laughs> in the world. Yeah. Right. And, and I'm, I'm like imagining all of a sudden my kids driving home from the funeral, listening to my songs, like what, what am I putting in my songs? What, what does that mean to them? What does Dang, it mean? Dang man. You're going to cry so, here, dude. <laughs> well, it, dude it, it seriously, it fucked me up. Like it really did. I was, I, I went downstairs and started working on a song that night. And uh, it's one I'm still currently working on trying to formulate as I've gotten some feedback, but, but I feel like I, I feel you in that because that the term legacy, like what, you know, even uh, these podcasts, like someone asked me, like, why are you doing it? There's a, there's a myriad of reasons behind it. But one thing was it's that same concept. Like, what are, what am I going to leave behind for my boys when, mm-hmm. when they look at that world and who will they become is Right. You know, one of the other bigger questions that we wrestle with as I, my, my oldest 16, he's looking at colleges and he's going to be Wild. out of the house in a year and a half. And I'm like, Wild. and it's, yeah, it's so, so I feel you, man, it, it changes the perspective of, of work and what are you leaving behind? And even down to, I had opportunity to potentially 
uh, buy into another kind of business. And the more I dove into it, it wasn't music related. It wasn't my passion related, but it was, it was potential for a lot of money. And I was like, yeah, I'm tired of being a broke musician. Let's, let's yeah, figure this right. shit out. Right. Right. And, for uh, sure. I realized I hated it. And I realized I was not becoming, I was slowly becoming a person I didn't want to be because of being unhappy. And right. then again, what effect, like, it's almost better. Like in my mind, it was like, it's better to, to go after the joy, to go after the things that I feel like I can impact other people and maybe not have as much, but leave a better life behind and a, a better For sure. goodwill, if that makes sense. Yes. So, yeah, I, I think joy, you hit it on the head. I think, um, I don't know. I, th- I feel like if you're able to manifest joy within yourself right now and, and, um, that that feels like enough to me. There are so many people in this world. Like, you know, if you have a roof over your head, you have a switch that you can turn heat on, switch you can turn AC on, you have more than 75%. I feel like more than, than 75% of the people in this world that, right. that are, you know, it's it's how lucky are we? That, uh, that that we have that. And if, if you're able to manifest joy and, and to, to be able to, if you have enough left over to spread it to another person, to a friend, to, to another family member. Yeah. I feel like that's, that's, uh, that's the key to, I don't know, life. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> we figured it out. The key what to life, talking my man. <laughs> <laughs> Figuring shit out, solving the world's so, problems. I love you're it. You're welcome, but- <laughs> folks. Thank you so much for listening. Um, <laughs> and then he bows. But but no, my I song think- "Like a Radio" is all. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I I think that's dead on though, and I've I've had the opportunity now to do a, a bunch of these interviews, and as we talk about which we'll get into here in a little bit, like living a great life and creating great things. Like as, as yeah. you begin to define these things for, for yourself, it seems like that's, that's one consistent theme is the joy, the happiness. Like uh, there's a guy named Paul green. I think it was like episode three or something. And uh, we were sitting in his apartment in LA and he's a struggling comic who's, he's brilliant. He's brilliantly funny, but come to find out he was a very successful realtor out in Arizona and left wow. all of that behind to move to LA to, to make it because he just wasn't finding joy anymore. And he's like, that's great. Not, not enough. Like stuff some cash away and let me go pursue this dream. And now I see him like after that, that interview, uh, it, it happened about two years ago, I think. And since then it's been cool just to see like all the other steps he's taken his own career and grow. And it's like, man, he's, he stepped out and he found joy for himself. And yeah, that's amazing. That's big. But, and I think to me, there is a key component, like you're talking about though, how do you bring that joy uh, to the other people? Like, obviously you're, no, you're fine. Obviously, you know, you're married, you have a kid and another kid on the way, you know, mm-hmm. like what does it look like to bring that joy to the people around you who are closest uh, first and foremost? Cause I've seen that where people are super nice out front, but then they're assholes to the people closest to them. And it's like, yeah, let's not let that be an indictment like let's bring joy to the people closest to us and then let that continue just to overflow. I think it now I'm just rambling on, but I think no, that, for sure. I, that continues I, to grow and grow. So a thousand percent. I think that, um, yeah. Cause, cause if you share joy, if you're, if you're, if, if, if I am, if I'm able to, to give my 
wife happiness, you know, she's going to give it to someone else. And they just, it's a, it's an endless domino effect of, of, um, I don't know, people, we, we, we live off each other. We, we, that, that energy, you know, of, of, right. of happiness and, and, and love and all that good stuff. <laughs> you know? All the good things, man. <laughs> you, you'll wor- go write a song right after this about love and the meaning of life. All the good things. Be- That's not a bad one. <laughs> yeah. Right. The meaning of life. <laughs> solved it. it the Golly. title will be called solved it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unreal. Unreal. I love it, man. I love it. So, uh, you're doing rights, uh, a bunch by zoom, right. And yeah. you, man, Every, I mean, are, everything's by zoom right now. Everything that they're right. all, they're all, you know, Austin is, is it's a great music town. I feel like, um, um, but even before the pandemic, I don't think there was as much collaboration here as there is in um, Nashville or, or Los Angeles or, mm. um, you know, other big music hubs. I, I feel like uh, Austin's, uh, the artists and songwriters here are very precious about their their art. And that's amazing. That's a great. Like, I'm it's a, here. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and uh, it's, they, that's what makes Austin great and, and the artists that come out of here so incredible is that mm. they, 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 they know what they want, you know? And you uh, think it drives a uniqueness to their art in a way? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. I think, I think that, uh, I mean, yeah, look at the, obviously there's influences, um, that, that people get inspired by, but, but, um, the music that's coming out of Austin right now is incredible. The, the you know the black pumas and and Gary Clark Jr. and and oh god I don't know this yeah, yeah it's just so <laughs> it's crazy it's it's like and it's so unique so cool so what what do you foresee the next step for you personally like uh professionally over this upcoming year 2021 do you think it's gonna you're gonna ride out these these zooms writing or is life gonna come back to normal for you you think I'm hoping that with the vaccine that life will be heading back into to normalcy, you know, some, some sort of normalcy where um, I can start playing shows again and, and uh, go, I miss, man, I, it, what is weird about this entire thing is, is uh, I feel like the reason that we all got into this was because of the, you know, the brotherhood and, and the, the, the friendship and not brotherhood, but the friendship that we make with, with, with people and, and just being able to interact with people um, either from a stage or, or from, from an audience, you know, and, and, mm. and uh, uh, I, I just, I can't wait to get back, back into to, um, just that entire scene going, going to shows and, and, right. and, and being amazed by, my friends and and i don't know you know yeah so, one day uh, one day but <laughs> so the question was the question was where does this what do you year... foresee is next for you oh, for me. me what do you foresee yeah. next for you professionally uh, what it'll yeah. look like i so i'm um i'm very very green at, in into this new genre of music that i've been writing um you know almost every week i've been writing um uh, in the dance world, I've been writing really? like EDM songs. So it's, That's it's, awesome, it's, 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 it's been really fun. It's been, um, 
you know, writing with Germans and, 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 uh, you know, do I have to tell you a story? They, uh, I was writing with this guy in Holland and he's, I said, so what is the, what's it like over there? What's the pandemic like? What's going on? And, um, and he goes, man, he goes, we, all of the clubs are shut down. So we are forced to go to raves. And I was like, you're, you're forced to go to a rave. <laughs> I was like, what are you, what are you talking about? What are you, like, anyway, that's going out was not, it was not like <laughs> yeah, an option. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, yeah. it's happening. I was, I was like, this is how we have to do it now. Like, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we have to do it now. Unbelievable. <laughs> so, um, so I've been, I've been, you know, dipping my toe into that world. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I already started branching into to pop, writing, writing pop music, and and trying to release more pop rock songs and stuff. But um, uh, with my music, um, but then I've been writing, and and they call it it's called top lining over these uh, produced out tracks that that DJs mm-hmm. are doing, and and it's really really fun. I, I'm able to do that the 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 songwriting the almost the acoustic songwriting acoustic me and acoustic guitar um mm-hmm. that i've fell in love with as as you know um when you met me you know i i i, I think that um uh you can get away with it in that genre where where you you write um I don't know, just a, just a, a personal love song and, and they can turn it into this massive EDM thing. You know what I mean? Right. That, 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 well, I that, think about what Avicii did with, uh, oh, was it Aloe Black song? Uh, yeah. Wake Me Up, where, me up, yeah, it took this acoustic, like, slow ballad. And then even Ibiza from, yeah. who who did that? Mike it was uh, the writer, what's his name? Mike, yeah, Posner, yeah. Um, but who is the, someone... Was it Avicii who made that a dance song too? Dude, I don't know. I can't, I, I don't even know, but like um, I heard it first as a super up-tempo dance song. Yeah, me and too. And go back and hear it as my, you said Posner, I always said Posner, but Mike Posner, um, to hear him sing like, it on acoustic. Yeah, you're probably, right. you're probably right. But uh, I was like, wow, this is a whole different thing, but both worked in, right. so that's cool. So you're, you're experimenting kind of in that world, sounds like? Yeah, so I've had I've had one song uh, get released by there's a DJ called Dubs D V B B S and okay. um, another another DJ called Sonder, and I just found out what Sonder means. Uh, let's go back to that because I love that word Sonder. Okay, um, but <laughs> but Sonder is the uh, so th- those two artists and then I was the featured artist um, on on the song. It's called Swim and and all it was was a piano vocal. And nice. we sent it to sent it to them, and then they blew it up into um. And it's a it's a really cool EDM track now. So that's awesome, um, man! I'll check it out. Yeah. So, like, what'd you learn about Saunder? That's okay, cool. Work. So, Saunder is uh, Saunder is the realization that every person around you has their own story, has like huh. their own thing that they're going home to. You know what I mean? That's an um, incredible word. Yeah. So. I was in New York and, you know, you see an old lady carrying her uh, laundry basket across the street. It's like that woman has had an entire life that I have no idea about. And I never will. 
And that blows my mind. Sonder. That's Sonder. You that's know, awesome. it's just like, I don't know. And that's a great city for it, man. Cause everywhere, right? it's, <laughs> everywhere yeah, you look he, like, what the hell is that person's story? I, I yeah. just wonder. <laughs> it's amazing. Like where in these huge skyscrapers of buildings, like someone lives there, someone's living right. in that, that room right there. You know, someone has hopes and dreams of being, you know, whatever, a doctor or whatever, maybe they already are. And right. I don't know. And that's like you said, that sounds like even the shift of your own writing as you do a lot of these co-writes is trying to find other people's stories and how do you tell for those sure. stories yeah. out there? What yeah, does it 100%. look like for you with your own music? Are you, what, how do you divide your time through that? Or is there even a division at this point? I feel like it, they, they've all kind of melted together unless it's a very focused um, write for TV and film where, where I'll, I, you know, they'll send me an email in the morning with a brief um, for a TV show or, you know, Hey, Grey's Anatomy is looking for a male vocal of, you know, acoustic, whatever about trees or, you know, whatever it is, like here, here are some keywords that you need to use or something, you know, <laughs> and it, this is the scene that it is. And so it's very directed at that, you know? Right. Um, and, but other than that, I, I'm, I'm writing music that I just genuinely love, you know, and, and cool. that I'm, that I, you know, I, I would release, you know, that, that, um, if, if it, if it came to that, you know, now any of these songs in the rights, are you able to say like, Oh, I'd really like to just write this one. Like, is it pretty open or release this one under your um, like name? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can, I can, um, yeah, I can I can do that, but I think that with signing to Big Yellow Dog, there it's much more strategic than you know just putting out music. You know, there's there's right. um, from their end, it's a business. You know, if, if from their end, from both of our ends, it's a business. But <laughs> they're the ones they're the ones paying for a release. You know, they're the ones right. paying paying for the, making that investment in me. You know, um, so they're gonna so. find the best way to leverage that. Essentially, right. what do you put it out there? So, so <laughs> like, yes, yes, it is a business. It is a business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, if I love a song, everyone's got to be on board, I think, at, at this point, um, in order for it to be released. And um, so, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm great with that. I, that's another thing that I've learned. I think that, that uh, in the past year, I've, I've had to realize that, that, you have to be okay with your decisions that you make. You made mm -hmm. the decision, you made the fucking decision and there's no going back. Like you're, just embrace it's, it. yeah, just embrace it and make the best of what, what, you know, ends up happening. You know, right. I, 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 and I, I feel like for the longest time I, I've, you know, looked back at things and been like, God, if I just, why did I, why didn't I wake up early and warm up my voice before I went into that meeting or why didn't I, right. You know, why didn't I, whatever, have better style, whatever it's, but you just have to let it go at some point and just be okay with being Keelan and being Miguel. You know what I mean? I don't know. Right. No, I love that, man. I, I think something I have been 
chewing on just personally is just this idea of having grace for myself. I'm my, my self-talk is like, Hey motherfucker, get up and get going. Like, <laughs> like I'm just like, that is, after a while, I'm like, maybe this isn't good. Maybe it's not. No, and that's like, okay. Like, <laughs> that's okay. I, I, I do that when I work out, I'm like, I call well, yeah, I guess a, there's certain I, context, like <laughs> going <laughs> being a bitch. You can do it. You can do it. <laughs> But, but I think sometimes that, that narrative starts to just circle around on like those things. You look back like, Ooh, I should have done this, should have done that. And just finding, at least for me, I've been, been chewing on that. Like, how do I have grace for myself? Um, even though I, I want to challenge myself to, to yeah. other things. And maybe it is kind of what you're talking about of, of acceptance. Like, how do you just accept this thing? And I haven't fully, and moving, I, I'm not saying you know? that I, I, I'm not saying I do that every time. I, I, I fully day. expected that you did. So yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't appreciate you lying to my listeners. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I feel lied to <laughs> right now. <laughs> no. No, I'm, just man. I'm just kidding. I, every day, you know, you, you, I, I'm struggling with it, with, with trying to, you know, I don't know be okay with being myself, you know, being, being, you know, I don't know. But I think in this industry, the people, the people who ultimately find success, it seems like are the people who, who get comfortable in their own skin. And like, this is who I I am as an artist and, and people even willing to get to a point where you're like, no, that thing isn't for me because I know myself anymore. Uh, as it, opposed it, it to like maybe in the beginning, we just say yes and yes and find ourselves like, why the fuck am I right. here right now? <laughs> right, right. And I've, I think I've been in that situation in my career where, where I've ended up in a spot that I didn't didn't want to, I don't know, or, or necessarily expect to be in, you know? And, and right. uh, um, what was I just going to say? I forget. Ask another question. It gets me off the no, Other I, question to keep it going. Yeah. Ba- back no, to you I, having everything like perfectly locked in on this thing. I, I don't know. I don't have another question on that one. Well, no. What, what, what were we saying? I think I just lost my train of thought. I had something. Well, is this, I feel like you were breaking down like the idea of accepting, uh, accepting like decisions in the past and making peace of those things. Uh, right. And in a way I heard you saying, not beating yourself up about stuff and like, no, this is who I am. And this is part yes. of the story. Yes. Oh, I was going to say that, that it's so much easier said than done. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's a damn near impossible thing to figure who you are. Who right. you, it's, that is so hard. Like, I don't know. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, what is this? Is this me? Yeah, I wrote it. I, I mean, I, I, and I love it. I, it's, it's such a hard thing to, to, I don't know, to, to, to figure out in your own head is, is, is uh, who you are as a person, who you are as an artist. Right. And it seems like it's always, uh, well, it should be, I think, uh, a constant moving and changing as well like we're all like i look back at songs i wrote a long time ago where i'm like i don't even believe the shit i was saying in that song but i i can look in that season you know it's like no this was very real to me at the time watched like an old like interview radio interview or something like from like five or ten years ago or something i i i I don't think i really have a lot like those are harder the interviews are harder for me to uh even this, it, it's so painful because I go back and and edit all of these, and I'm oh like, my god, I, I hear oh, myself shit. talking. I'm like, Jeez. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and it's like, and that was from last week. So. Yes, yeah, right. right. <laughs> that's amazing. That is so funny, man. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, but they call it the, the, I've, I've, there's a video on YouTube of me at, I don't even know college, but I call it like Kansas state or something. And it was doing a college radio and, and like, I just cringe at the, like, I thought that I knew what I was talking about. And I can, I, I think that's why I, you know, have, have had marginal success is, is because I, at that age, I convinced myself that I knew what I was talking about and I, and I was so confident and it's just like, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? I lied. Yeah. I, I was lying to myself that, 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 I don't know, I had it figured out and no one does still. Well, and no I, one does. I feel like a lot of the podcasts I listen to of, of like people who have seen a huge career and then they look back and a lot of them reference like when I was when I was starting out I was dumb enough to think that I could make it and so yes because of that it it got them through doors that if if they didn't think yes. they, could, they probably never right. would have gone that direction so that's exactly almost, maybe that's the that's the key to uh success right there it's just like like I don't know I I'm dumb enough to think I can do it. Why don't we do this? Be be really dumb. (laughs) That'll be the title of the podcast. Be stupid. Yes, right. Be stupid. Galen says. (laughs) Great. It should be. Be Be stupid. That that would be a really great transition into the more philosophical question of a great life. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like if you had to define, well, you do actually, because I'm asking you. So in how would you define living a great life? Living a great life. Um, I mean, is it cheap if I went back to joy, went back to. Not at all, man. Living a great life. Yeah. Joy. joy and because when you're gone, it's just memories and stuff. And, and, um, Yeah. I, I feel like, like being able to, to, to have joy within yourself and then being able to share it with people, um, after the fact, take care of yourself and, and, um, having, if, if your joy can outlive you, you know, mm. outlive, outlive you where when you're gone, like that. that's what people, that's what people are. That's what people remember you you know he was he was so happy he was such he was full of life and 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 you know or or he took care of himself and he i don't know Hmm. yeah having having a joy outlive you as a person so when my kids and 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 my friends and their kids they they when they think of keelan donovan they they think of you know a happy happy guy who uh i don't know was successful because of his joy that's awesome, man. I lo- that I might know. be my new favorite quote from the, the podcast at this moment. So <laughs> awesome, joy that man. outlives you. That's, that's huge, man. That's super. That's huge. cool. Cool, man. Thanks. When <laughs> I, it, just, I just thought of that. I just, <laughs> just made it up. 
You just do things like that. That's awesome. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Man, I, I can't wait till uh, you get back this direction and and uh, buy you some whiskey. And yeah, right. Having these right? conversations. Yeah. Uh, when you think about uh, creating great things, how yeah. would you define that right now in your life? Creating great things. Um, something that I'm proud of. Something that I don't give a damn if people don't, no one's going to like, not everyone's going to like your stuff, like something that you're proud of that you can put your name on. And, um, I don't know. I, I, dude, I, I have this journal and, and something else I've been doing. I've been trying to wake up early and I, I, I write whatever it's just a, a grocery list or just write like a thought of that day or what I'm doing that day or, you know, just what I'm doing. And then on the other page, I just, I draw a picture and it sucks. It sucks, but because I, I suck at drawing, I'm not good at it, um, but I'm doing it and I'm, and I'm, right. I'm really proud that I'm, that I'm, that I'm creating it, you know, and, and um, if anyone saw these drawings, it would just be like, this guy's weird. He's, he sucks. At, he's not doing, doing the right things, but all that being said, like, just, just being proud of, of um, the art and, and whatever you're creating, be it, uh, you know, uh, a latte or a, you know, a manifesto for some politician. I don't know. Like you, you just be proud of, of, of what you're doing, you know, cause, cause not right. everyone, everyone's going to like it. I don't know. I think that's, is that, does that answer the question? What was Yeah. I think that's a great answer, man. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome, man. Well, dude, thanks for making the time. It, it went yeah. really fast. Um, but <laughs> I can't believe we're already over. I couldn't do this for I know, hours. It's nuts. <laughs> but yeah, man, I look forward um, to, to seeing you live again. Uh, when dude, it was so uh, great. To see. It's and... so, so, so great to see you, man. I, here, I, man. I miss, I miss, I miss hanging with you in KC and, and I'm sorry about the chiefs, but um, they'll be, they'll be back. <laughs> they'll, they'll be back oh, for sure. Thank you for listening to the live and create podcast. If you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe and leave a comment or a review. The Live and Create Podcast.